Good day, everyone. Thank you for joining yet another episode of Senate ATV. I am your host, Shane Eastman, and today I have a great guest from Ohio talking about something they have going on there. It's really a great idea. It's great for the community um, and great for all those in the you know, ATV, UTV sports. Um, so it's a uh, private club and such, but it's doing great things for that area. Um, and so I am with none other than the president of the Ravens Roost ATV Club, Mr. Steve Sanford. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for inviting us to take part in this. Um, oh, no problem. You're very welcome. And uh, I'm just glad to have you here. Thank you so much for agreeing to uh, talk with us today. And uh, just tell us what you have going on there. Um, so when was it that you first got the uh, ATV bug? Also, uh, I've been riding since I was 10 years old. And then, you know, I, I grew up in the area at Wayne National Forest down in southern Ohio. And um, I came home out of the military and decided if I could get an opportunity to get a place down here that we was going to do something with it. At first, it just started out just being a, you know, wanted it to be a place for us and then the family. And then it just started growing. It's like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some camping sites here and I'm going to start building this and doing that. And, um, we had a, a couple of friends that said, hey, if you put some camping sites in, you know, we'd like to be a part of it, too. And that's how it took off. The name, it's called the Raven's Roost. That came from my military days. Um, I was on the EF-111, which is the Raven. Mm -hmm. um, so when I picked out a name, a buddy of mine, actually, we, we, went, we were co-owners when we initially bought the place. And both of us served together in Saudi Arabia and Turkey. And uh, we, we named it after the, Ra the Raven's Roost uh, Saloon, which is what we, we, always, we always went to while we was in Saudi. So it was like, hey, it's, this is going to tie us together in the second part of our lives here. So uh, we cool. named Raven's Roost, took off with it. After mm -hmm. about a year, he, uh, he wanted to, to jump out. My wife bought him out, bought his half out. And so that's how we just pretty much took it over, just her and I. And... Uh, it's own. It's a really. It's not a big place. It's only three acres, um, but we're at the gates of Wayne National Forest, you know, and that's a lot of trail, a lot of trail system. And we're at the southern part of the trail system where there's no other campgrounds or anything located. But we always like to say it's the best trails around, you know, mm -hmm. on the southern side of Wayne National. But it's a great place to um, have your family, your kids, um, the riding is not difficult. The terrains, you know, beautiful groomed trails. A lot of people say, Hey, it's, you know, it's nothing but groomed, you know, but it's, it's still fun still to get out. You can get out and just cruise, cruise, do whatever you want. And at the same time, be safe with nine and 10 year olds, you know, and right. But we always have a good time down there. Awesome. Uh, family environment, which, uh, you know, I mean, I have two little girls, so I completely understand. Absolutely. Um, very cool. So um, you said other than the, you know, groomed trails, what would you say is, uh, you know, unique about the riding area as the other areas you've been to? What I like, there's a lot of history there with between Haydenville and New Straitsville. And that's the, that's the main system that, you know, mm -hmm. going from the northern part of New Straitsville down into Haydenville. Um, a lot of um, mines, abandoned mine system. Okay. Uh, there's caves and tunnels throughout the whole uh, national forest. If you know where to go or know where all the historical markers are, 
Um, there's even witches, you know, the old tale is the Haydenville witch, which is about a, uh, okay. a couple hundred yards from the roost. I mean, you can Google the Haydenville witch. We usually take a trip up there on all the major holiday weekends. We'll wait till it's nice and dark about 10 o'clock at night. And we'll take all the kids up there to see the, the witch's grave. Um, and then from, from the roost though, from Southern Ohio, you know, we do a lot of things. We venture out and, uh, we're, we're putting together the Roost Riders group, which is a bunch of street bikes, you know, and we're, we're taking a trip to uh, Flight 93 Memorial this year. And then we got a trip planned and down mm-hmm. going into Kentucky and West Virginia. We also do a lot of kayaking mm-hmm. on the main, major holiday weekends. Uh, we've got probably we use the average group about 28 to 35 people and we'll kayak for about four or five hours. Come back to the Roost and then we usually throw a big, big camp cook, cookout. You know, and it's so much food. That's what it's turning into is a lot of a lot of food, a lot of good food down there. And mm-hmm. it's that the, the club is about 75 members. Um, we have 15 full sites that are all seasonal sites. We have a, a waiting list to get in. So basically the only way to get in, somebody's got to leave now. Oh, wow. um, and then we have general parking for members who want to be members. But, you know, and they just basically can park, hang out with us. Uh, everything's under you know, 24 hour security. we got security cameras all over the place. Um, and they can primitive our uh, primitive camp and stuff out of whatever they want tents or trailers or whatever. But we usually have about run about 60 members that, that you know, a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big thing is, is, you know, never ride alone, always ride with friends. Right. Um, it's a lot of kids, a lot of families down there with, within the roost. We do a lot of volunteer work with Wayne National Forest. We'll actually run cleanup days out of the roost. So uh, two or three times a year, we'll meet the, the, wait, the, the Wayne uh, maintenance crews. We'll all meet us there at the roost. We'll divide up in teams. We'll go with trash bags. We'll cut trees. I mean, we cl- do a cleanup for about four or five hours. And then, we, you know, that's, that's part of the volunteer work with Wayne. We're all CPR certified, uh, chainsaw certified through Wayne. Um, and it just helps with the, the community there. You know, some of the, the towns around it are all ATV friendly. Mm-hmm. The big push is that the city of Nelsonville is the biggest, you know, city around Wayne. They're, they're in the middle of voting in ATV friendly. We hope they do this this year. If, uh, if Nelsonville goes ATV friendly, that's going to really boost what, what, you know, type of business and revenue that's going to come into Nelsonville. You know, there's no way we'll be as big as like the Hatfield-McCoy trail system or anything just because we are with, we have a width restriction of 50 inch. Right, so right. Just down to the smaller side-by-sides and, and, you know, quads. A lot of people, you know, wish they would widen it, but some of us are like, no, keep it like that. You know, the trails, mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about the bigger machines tearing it up or vice versa. You know, a lot of people, if they want to go, you you drive another hour and you're sitting in, uh, you know, you're sitting in Kentucky and West Virginia and you can ride all those trail systems. Right. Uh, But we're pretty close to just about everything. So it's a good place. It just sounds awesome. I mean, if you, like you said, if you want something different, go somewhere else. I mean, give, you know, different flavor, you know, is, uh, you know, it's really great. I mean, just for a great family environment and so forth. And yeah, we, also like a lot. we travel a lot as a group too. out the roost group does. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this past past season, uh, we took a bunch of single track guys, dirt bike guys. We went to Colorado this year. We got going to Michigan as a group. There's about 28 to maybe 32 of us going to ride Royal Blue in June. Um, okay. So those are the trips that bike trips. Then we have the street bike groups going out. And then the, the wives or the girlfriends of the club, they all flew down to Florida together during hunting season because all the guys were <laughs> Florida for four or five days, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, they also do the ladies' night rides. And so the, the women of the roofs will do put on their own rides and group rides. And uh, they'll, they'll go into town for go to the winery. So it's, they, they, they find ways to have a good time down there. And it's, it's, it's pretty good atmosphere to be a part of. That's great. That's great. So what's one of the best or the funniest uh, ATV stories that, you know, come to mind and make you laugh every time when you think about it? Some of the fun stuff, you know, happens a lot on our night rides. Um, we'll get together <laughs> about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock and we'll take off. And, you know, you're out in the middle of the woods with the, the radios jamming and, some glow sticks that pop out next thing you know some the, the girls are all out there dancing with these glow sticks and you, you know and <laughs> you're just shaking your head like what's going on you know and then next thing you know they're they're out they're taking off their people are swimming in the creek and you gotta go get everybody out and say let's get back on the trails you know let's go you just gotta it's a wild group you know but everybody <laughs> there to have a good time mm-hmm. um, some of the the weird things that we've seen last year was one of the trips to the witch's grave, you know, the, the saying is, you know, if you touch the grave, it's, it's a haunted grave and you're, you're cursed. Well, one of the guys like, I don't believe this. And he touched the grave. And by the time we got back in the side-by-sides, they're ready to go back to the roof. He, he um, started his side-by-side up and lost these whip lights and then turned around and lost all of his lights. So he got that, drove a quarter mile to the roofs, got out, dropped his cell phone and shattered his cell phone. And, you know, he was like, oh, that's not, it's not, it's not a curse. It's not a curse. And then got, we took off for a night ride. He literally went about 200 yards, hit a huge rock and blew out his tire. And, you know, so everybody's like, Ooh, it's real. You know, that's, it's. So it makes you think it makes oh, you think. <laughs> you chills, you know, there's yeah. been a lot of pictures taken of the grave and they all come out, you know, um, like blurred and stuff. It's, huh. it's, it's, Oh, freaky stuff. But you got what Tinker's Cave is another big historical place up there. The Tinker Brothers used it as a staple. They would steal horses during the Civil War era. era. And um, once they got enough horses, they would take them up to Sandusky, Ohio and sell them back to the army. And some of the one of the stories is, you know, they got caught and one of the brothers was hung there at the cave. So we always take a group in there and tell them the story you know, why they're standing in the cave. And yeah, if you look out from the cave, you know, it's the biggest tree you see. And there's, there's a huge oak tree. It looks like it's a hundred years old, which looks like it would fit right with the story. So mm-hmm. you know, a lot of stuff there. And then if you go to New Straitsville, there's a, there's a cave there at New Straitsville. That was, that's where the mine, the miners actually formed the first union. Then they had a secret meetings held in this cave. So it's a, it's a pretty good historical site. But you can, we usually drive, uh, Carbon Hill is right in the middle between mm-hmm. Hayden and Straitsville. So uh, every day we got a group that rides into Carbon Hill, goes in JV, carry out. We get ice cream, pizza, subs, whatever, lunch, dinner. 
ride back or we'll take a the long trip and go all the way to New Straitsville to Little Italy's Pizza and get pizza and stuff and that and, and then turn around and ride back. Um, and then if if that's not enough, there's always a couple of groups going out and hitting all the local stuff uh, around Southern Ohio that that's that's there. There's a, so much historical stuff, even with old, old man's cave and stuff's right there in Hocking Hills. Um, so the the families have a lot to do and a lot of places to visit. So you don't have to ride to enjoy the place. That's that's what we try to do. You know, it's like we're there almost every weekend, so we're mm-hmm. always trying to come up with things to do around the area. Right. Um, alone, the riding. The kids love the ride. You know, we'll ride four or five hours on the trails and come back. We have a little kids track there at the roost. And next thing you know, they're riding over there dark. We got to go pull them off their bikes and quads and stuff, you know, <laughs> get them to, you know, the, to, to eat dinner. You know? yeah. <laughs> the kids well, turn down going on vacations if they know they're going to the roost and knowing their friends are going to be there. So it's, that's, it's a good family environment for us to be raising our kids in. And, you know, the, it's all friends, but we call it our roost family. Mm-hmm. that's what it's really about well if you can pull kids away from screens and getting them out there doing things there's nothing better absolutely nothing. Mm, that's awesome very good i commend you you know that's great work really and that's the result of your hard work i mean it, it's uh, it, it's a fun group because every year we come up with something different you know that we're all going to buy whether we're all buying little 50 bikes and racing around the kids track or we're buying RC cars to race around the track. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the thing is, you know, to be a member of the roost, you got to have a Blackstone grill. That's, that's kind of one of the jokes because <laughs> ends up with a Blackstone once you, once you get there and start cooking, you know, and some of our big cookouts, we'll have four or five Blackstones going. We also have, we started our annual uh, Thanksgiving dinners at the roost too. So we're, mm-hmm. We're cooking five to six turkeys, whether it's infrared uh, smoked or um, what else we do? Infrared smoked. Uh, oh man, what's there? Were four or five different ones that we did. Mm-hmm. They're off dumb. That I just can't even think about what they were. But it was four or five turkeys and about 45, 60 people that were there just for Thanksgiving dinners that we did. And that was just like one of the November weekends right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But usually on the big three-day weekends, we'll have a, a big cornhole tournament going on, and we'll, that will go all the way to 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. We got it all <laughs> under the lights. You know, that's, it starts with a big cookout, and then it, it just rolls into a blind draw, blind draw cornhole tournament. And this year, we're getting into a lot of 50-50 raffles with a lot of local businesses that will that right. support roost, you know. So mm-hmm. that will help generate a little bit of money to help pay for these big cookouts that we're having. Right, yeah. And so. What's another thing that benefits us is I'm a I'm a, a all steel carport RV dealer and I run that out of the roost. And what what that's done is I have all these demo models that sit there, and we're able to use the demo the area under roof for all of our our camp activities. You know, so it's helped out a lot, providing us shelter and stuff like that. Having those demo models set up there, that's great. Yeah, environment. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're all for that flight 93 trip coming up. Um, that's, we're going there Memorial Memorial day weekend. So probably about six to eight bikes, maybe 10 to 12. I'm, I'm just still waiting on people to, to RSVP that's going. So there's going to be a pretty good, and it's all going to be husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriends, whatever, but it's so, you know, 
it's going to be a nice big group of us going to Pennsylvania to see that memorial. That'll be great. That'll be great. And people are definitely going to want to sign up for that. Yeah. Um, so as the, you know, with COVID hitting and uh, it's done wonders for the sport, uh, but the issue or concern a lot of people have is you have all these new people coming into the sport that maybe not understand the importance of, you know, safety and, uh, you know, following rules and so forth. What are some concerns you see um, as the sport increases and grows? So Wayne is a pretty safe place to ride. You know, the, the rules are enforced there. Most of the people that ride Wayne are all there every weekend. So you don't see a lot of uh, crazy stuff happening at Wayne. You know, everybody, a lot of, most people are wearing helmets, you know, they're not doubling, you know, they, the only way you can double is if you have a manufactured two seater. So the safety is really there. And the thing that we try to do the most is get out through the Facebook groups. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a moderator on several Wayne ATV groups. You know, if you type in Wayne ATV or Wayne, anything Wayne national, you're going to come up to an ATV group. Um, I'm also a moderator. I'm making, Nelsonville ATV friendly. So between those three or four groups, plus the Ravens Roost uh, Facebook page, we throw out a lot of information, you know, about, hey, these, this is um, the rules, the ride there, mm -hmm. you know, the 50 inch rule, you got to uh, make sure your, your vehicle's permitted, has, registered, you know, you got to buy a wing pass, where all the gas stations, I mean, we have so much information that we provide anybody who's searching for it. And, you know, most of the people on the boards are people that that's grew up there and know the region really well. Mm -hmm. We just, uh, we open up to anybody who wants to come to Wayne. If you want to come check it out, give us a call. We'll provide you a place to park. We'll tell you where, where to go, what, mm -hmm. what places to see. If you want to ride with us, you're more than welcome to jump in and, and take a trip with us. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll be your own little personal guide if you want to be part of the group, I guess, you know. And, and see what it's all about. Now, last year during COVID, they actually had no camping going on, but the, the Wayne was open, but they shut it down for camping. So there was people coming in from Maine and uh, New York showing up in their camp. You know, they, they couldn't camp. So we opened up the, the top parking area and allowed a couple of people to park the camp up there for that weekend. Mm -hmm. And um, though there, them and their families had a, a great opportunity to, to hang out with us and they had a blast because they, they they got to see all the local stuff and they, they, hopefully i think we might see them here soon because uh, opening weekends opening wayne opens tonight at midnight so oh, wow. the opening weekend for us um i'll be down there friday morning somewhere friday afternoon uh, we're expecting uh, almost everybody to be there as far as the members of the roost probably mm -hmm. be about 45 to 60 people there at least for the opening weekend of the memorial weekend is usually our slow weekend but then july 4th and labor day it it's a packed house because that's when usually we have all the big events going um but throughout the throughout the whole season i mean we we plan a lot of activities way in advance on the, the facebook pages um so it everybody's excited and waiting for a lot of food. That's the big talk here in the last couple of days. <laughs> what are we, we did 200 pounds of ribs, uh, last labor day. 
you know, so, and then we followed that up with all the Turkey. So it's like, all right, we've set a new bar. What's the bar going to be in 2021? <laughs> <laughs> that could get real expensive real fast. <laughs> oh man. We've got, we got some uh, professional smokers out there, you know, that mm-hmm. bring their big smoking rigs and, and stuff. And they, they're pretty good cooks. So it, it's a good time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, wow. I just, you know, I am so intrigued by your area and so forth and what you have going on, what you've built and uh, with everybody. I mean, it just sounds like a great time for sure. Now for a personal question, going back to like the safety thing, you said no doubling up. So like in New Hampshire and Maine, we can take, like, I can take my daughter on my machine because they're, you know, younger and so forth. So you can't do that there, huh? No, unless you've got a pre-manufactured two-up machine, like, and there's only what Polaris and Can-Am, I think, that make those two-ups. From right. The yeah, so that's the only way you're allowed to double at Wayne, and then you know the side by sides or 50-inch trail models. Um, outside of that, it's it's actually keeps the it, it's, it's still packed, but it keeps the numbers just about right to where mm-hmm. you're not you're not running into somebody, you know, every 30 seconds or every minute around every blind turn. Right. Um, the best time to ride on the major holiday weekends, you know, is the night riding. And of course the warmer it gets, the more we leave Wayne and actually start, that's when we're during the day, we're floating down the river, the Hocking river and the kayaks, right. come back, get a belly full of food. And then we take off on our night rides. So we turn into nocturnal riders. During the day. <laughs> oh. That's great. That's great. So is it a lot of uh, flat water kayaking that you're doing or is it, uh, you don't have it's any white? It's all yeah. flat water. Oh, you know, yeah. we've, got, we've got the mileage broke down to where, you know, we can, uh, we can drop in for a two mile, five mile mm-hmm. and we can, go, we can go all the way up to about 28 mile and turn it into a two or three day adventure if we want to, but we know where all the drops are. We pull out in Nelsonville, Rocky boots. So Rocky boots, you know, big shout out to them because they allow us to park in the parking lots and pull out all of our kayaks and stuff but we shuttle our own kayaks so we're pretty self-efficient with everything we do as a group that's cool that's See, cool. Big, the biggest group we had on the on the hawking is probably 40 45 people last year mm-hmm. that that's quite a group so if people want to you know get more involved with, with what you're doing you mentioned your facebook page is that the probably the best uh way to they- reach out to you Facebook page is the easiest one. We do have a website. It's Raven Drew State TV, mm-hmm. but it's at uh, webs, webs.com. But the Facebook group is the, is the fastest way to check us out. Um, you just you get in there and get to see what we're all planning, what we're all trying to do, whether, you know, who's going to be there on Friday, who's going to be there on Saturday, what kids are going to be there. Cause you know, that, I think that's the biggest thing is you got mm-hmm. a bunch of nine, anywhere ranging from nine to 16 year olds that you know they some of their best friends they're all and the families are getting closer and closer you know we're, the seasons runs from april 15th to december 15th and i you know a lot of the families were still getting together out of season just because of the kids mm, and right do, sharing each other going and watching each other play sports if we can with the covid going on but mm-hmm. uh, we use we usually try to meet up you know, in between the towns, because some of some of the members drive up three hours to get to the roost. You know, I'm yeah. lucky. I live about 55 minutes away from the roost. So 
Um, it's our, it's our home away from home. We're down, mm-hmm. like we're down there every weekend, but we have a good time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'll definitely put a, uh, the links down in the description down below and that way they can quickly easily find you and uh, definitely get involved and get in touch with you for sure. If and, never uh, been to Ohio, Southern Ohio. You've never been to Wayne. I mean, encourage you to come out. It's a, it's a beautiful place to relax, get out and enjoy some beautiful trails. You know, it's not, they're all, nothing's really hard. It's all mm-hmm. sim- easy to, to medium, what I would say a medium trail system. Um, there's no black trails or anything like that that you right. would see some of the other bigger parks but if you want to put some miles on a, on wayne's the place to go because you can just just cruise and cruise and cruise from from town to town to town and uh you'll come across a lot of locals who, who will help you you know if you need help i guess the only downfall at wayne is making sure you got got your fuel because you got to make it from the north to south and back to your truck all in one trip there's no gas stations at any of the trailheads, but, uh, you know, all the, all the towns surrounding Wayne have went ATV friendly. They're all encouraging, you know, our sport, you know, they, they, they're endorsing it. They, they want the business and sure. watching these towns come alive. You know, we're, we're, it seems like we're about 15 years behind Hatfield McCoy system, but, you know, we know we'll never be there like they are you know, with the numbers, especially being under 50 inch, but you know, it is a great place. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, Steve, thank you so much for your time uh, today. And just, uh, I know for one, I will make it a point to get to Wayne, Ohio to just check that out because you come just look, just holler at me. We, we've always got a place for you. So just come. All right. right. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thanks, sir. Yeah. You have a good night.